Just before we start, I just wanted to mention one thing quickly. Uh, Hellas and Co. and Sporting Club Hellas are independent missions. They're both run solely by myself. So if you could like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, it would mean the world. Check out hellasandco.com. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Because it's hot, real hot there. Yeah. yeah. I'd be keen as, bro, to like go there, Tonga, Fiji, Cook Islands. Yeah, that will be hectic. New Caledonia even. Just ah. tick off like all the islands for like two months. Right? Yeah. Just live that life. Bro, that will be a mad experience, eh? Yeah, I wouldn't do it, bro. Because, like, I, bro, to be honest, I'd met, like, maybe five Samoans up until, like, I started Hellos. Like, oh, yeah. Like, doing the pods, bro. <laughs> now, <five>. bro, <laughs> bro, That's crack up. Now, like, I, to be honest, like, I'd say, like, I've hundreds of people, right, Samoan or Tongan. Yeah. Bro, I just, every time I talk to them, I just fall more in, lo- more in love with the idea of, like, going over there, oh, learning yeah. a bit of Samoan. And also being able to talk to people over here in Samoan. Because I feel like yep. people appreciate if you put in a bit of effort. Oh, Even yeah, just, like, definitely, hi, hello. Bro. It'll be crazy. You. Yeah, in Thailand, bro. Like I've been two or three times now. Fuck, we'll just, I'll, I'm going to keep all this in. We'll just go from yep. here. Um, <laughs> bro, I've been Thailand. I go back there in 10 days, but I've been to Thailand oh, like two tough. or three times. Yep. And bro, the Kokong car is like, thank you. And they just appreciate that like so much that like you sure. learn a word. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to try and do that with more languages. That's mad if you learn Samoan too, because you know, it's it's funny. People do appreciate it definitely because when you're not from the culture and you know you learn it, you obviously showed some sort of... Um, Love for it, interest in it, yeah. and then on top of that, you got people that are like plastic, like me, <laughs> that, that you know, ask someone but haven't learned it, and it's like even more, it's more shine on you, you yeah. know. It's like yeah, you got like cuts like us running around, yeah. like Samoan, you know, when when fucking Samoan's playing in the league, we're like yeah, six eight five, but we can't even have a fucking conversation in Samoan. <laughs> I'm with Italy, bro. I'm plastic. Yeah, I, yeah. I met heaps of Italians in Europe. And they start speaking to me. I go, I know what you're saying, but I've got to reply in English. Oh, so yeah. I'm able to have, bro, my dad has it with my nonna. It's like they cross between like the languages when they're speaking to each other. Yeah, bro. So yeah. I'm able to listen to, like someone talks to me in Italian, I'm able to go, yeah, like I'll, I'll reply in English, but you're not getting me replying yeah. in Italian. So I was able to like pick up on what like people are saying. So funny you said that because my papa and that are like that, eh? Like with my mum and that. Yeah, they cross my aunties, languages. They like, yeah. They Freaks me out. Speaking Samoan and then into English and then Samoan and it's like, yeah. it's actually quite beautiful when I hear it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Do you speak Maori? Nah, not even that. I don't even know how to say a swear word in Maori. It's <laughs> just, just fuck. Just kia ora. Hello. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, fucking kakite. Bye. And then, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm plastic as with that. And my Maori family, so my dad's family, a lot of us, so when you break down Maori, there's like the three where they are, maybe, maybe there's four types. The first type there is, is, is there's the Marae Maori. So, Marae Maoris are like the Maori Maoris, and they have, you know, they they know their um their backgrounds and all that. A lot of us know our backgrounds, but they're just like hearty Maoris, you know, like yeah. Maori Maoris at the Marae. And then you've got um city Maoris, which are like my dad's family and that. So we're like city Maoris. So we're Maoris. We still know our background and that, but at the same time, like you know, I don't like going up there in my gum boots and going to Marae's and stuff. Like I'm just a city boy, and then. And then we got the ones that are in churches and that, that are religious and that. So they hold like, there's, oh, so there's three. There's there's three different types. That's what I see anyways, where it's like, so the city boys, you have the ones that, the way I, I say it is the city ones, you have the ones that like have guns and that in the street, you know, and yeah. some of the ones that are on road in New Zealand and that city, city Maldives. And then, you know, and the gang members and that. And then you got um, the Madai Maldives that are sort of like Bush Maldives as well, where they, they got guns and that, but it's to kill pigs and shit, yeah. you know what I mean? And then, the church ones are just like a lot of them are just recovered from other the Marai Maldives or thing, and they just you know follow whatever God they want to follow. Yeah, you know? man, 
That's crazy, eh? Yeah, yeah, because as Maldives, we actually had our own gods and stuff like that, you know? So I've been thinking about- Kind of that. like the Greeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. everyone is their own gods, and then that's why, you know, certain Maldives disagree with a lot of other Maldives that are Christian or whatever, you know, Muslim and that. But yeah, but sorry, it's that whole little story, but yeah, my dad's family and that, they're all city, city Maldives and- they're like the real hood ones. So when I go to like South Auckland, uh, no, not even South Auckland. So they're all from Beachhaven on the shore. So the thing with the the shore over there is that um, it's like the richest place, right, in Auckland. Is what they say. But when you go to places like Beachhaven and Northcote and Glenfield, those are the suburbs, like the poorest suburbs and the richest area. So that's that's how my dad always explains it to me. It's like we came from the richest side of town, but we came from the poorest side. Yeah. And the thing with coming from a place like that is. Even when I was living over there, I, I lived over, like growing up years, a few years, like I lived there for two years and da da da, even just staying over there. When you go talk to other Polynesians and that, and they go, you know, where are you from, da da da, you, you go like, I'm from the shore, you end up having a fight usually. And it's because they, you know, they think, oh, you're, you're a fake, you're a fake poly then, you know, you're a rich poly. And then other than that, when we're on the shore, all the all the white kids and that that are up there, you know, they look at us like, oh, you fucking like you broke guns, you know. So we fight them as well. So <laughs> I always say that story to my boys because I got heaps of boys that are from out south and out east and that. I always tell them, I'm like, bro, like we have to fight cunts like you and fight, you know, the people that are in our own uh, the own side of town. You know, we don't. But it's like that saying, like two brown for two brown for the white kids and two white for the brown kids, sort of thing. You know, so we're used to fighting a lot over there. <laughs> now, sorry, we haven't done a proper introduction. I'm here with Juan, and as you can tell, um, the way he talks about like issues socially, um, geographically, whatnot, obviously plays on his mind. The way he's able to articulate himself is quite beautiful. Because what you're around my age, eh? How old are you? 99, baby. Yeah, 2000. True, you 2000. Sixth of January, 2000. First week of New Year. You're hustling, G. <laughs> you're you're hustling. You're 99. <laughs> yeah, nah, but you're hustling. <laughs> oh, you're young ass. <laughs> you're young, yeah, bro. Um, You're gonna make it, kid. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Nah, 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 that's mad, G. Straight, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah um, I, I did have a feeling we we're the same age, though. Yeah, yeah. I thought you're a bit older, to be honest, because the way you talk about things. Oh, sure, bro. Yeah, I'm pretty immature though when it comes to other stuff, eh? Like, fuck. Um, but yeah, one of my favorite rappers. Honestly, uh, when it comes to my favorite songs out of Australia this year, I have his and uh, which is goes by the name of Vent. Oh yeah, Yo. and but, and um, you know what the other one is? Like shout out to him is Jazz Nobody on the low. Yeah, oh, bro, fuck, he's that, man, eh? bro. That mix of um, like Aotearoa, New Zealand, and Australian, like the hip hop mix, the culture mix, bro. Yeah, such a yeah. perfect mix for hip hop. Um, yeah, welcome to Hellas and Homies, brother. Right. It's been a minute, eh? Thank you for having me, eh? It's, it's been. A, I was excited for this, bro. It's been a long time Yo, coming. I was telling um how I was excited for it, eh? Yeah, I was like, fuck. I think it was um. Just because seeing all your content in that, seeing all your content. And then the other thing was, um, fuck, I forgot who it was, but someone asked you, hey, like, who do you think's next in the, in the music scene? And you said me. Yeah. And I was like, nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, fuck, straight up. <laughs> bro, and I was like, yeah. But you called me Wanji. Yeah, so I was I like, know, bro, oh, no. But I was like, all oh, good. Who cares? It's about what the bro said. Your, I reckon you need to put it in I your do, hey. Oh, if I could put it in like the pronoun part on Instagram, <laughs> you know, in the pronouns, fuck, that would be mad. Hey, them, Juwan. <laughs> Juwan. Um, yeah, bro, like I found you. So for those listening, um, he signed to How and How was on Hellas and Homies before. 
but yeah, bro, I found you through How. Yeah, yeah. And um, but I, I didn't realize I'd already seen you before until I was yep. telling you earlier. Like when I went back and did my research, I'd seen your when you first started on Facebook doing freestyles and like challenges. Yeah, such yeah, was the uh, such was the movement back then. Yeah, it was yep. mad. Eh? When like yeah, people yeah. would go out and people hop back. I remember um, Chill Bill. What's that one? Do do fuck. Chill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was like one of the beats back in the day. And I was like, um and I when I saw yours, I was like, bro, that era was so beautiful. It was mad. Yeah, it was hopping on stuff. But um, yeah, found yourself through how. And then yeah, bro, Vent was just like Shot brother. Yeah. It is one of my favorites, eh? I like that. I like that. I love my conscious conscious music because most of my stuff's conscious, but like yeah, it's like the piano in that, eh? sitting there and listening to it like rapping over it you know like that's my shit but that's why yeah i need to grow out of it, day eh? because i feel like i can kill that stuff but like when it comes to like hit type songs and that or like upbeat songs i struggle with them a little bit you know what i mean yeah but yeah conscious music lives forever yeah whereas hits can only m- might only live for a year or two yeah, yeah i get you ah that's a good one because bro I, like put it this way fez who we were speaking about earlier fez's songs still get played by me but yeah, bro. There's hits I used to listen to in 2018, 19 that I've deleted from all my playlists and shit yeah. like that, like the mainstream hits because I can't be. I, I got sick of them. Yeah, that's you know what mad. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like Fez, you listen to Take One and Take Two, and you're like, that shit never gets. Oh old. fuck yeah. At four thirty, never take gets two. old. A eh? Take Two was the first one I heard from him. I think Take Two, and then that's actually how um how it found me. So Take Two, how it's got the instrument um instrumental on the end. I rapped over it and I did a video, and I don't know. We actually haven't talked about it too much, but I don't know how it happened. But I posted it and I think that's how he found me and then ended up reaching out. We started talking and then I was like, fuck, I was gassed ass. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and I was living in New Zealand at the time. And then, so I moved to New Zealand. The reason why I was living over there is because I moved back there because I go back and forth, but I moved there to do more music. And then that was when the Aussie scene started picking up and I was sitting there thinking, fuck now. <laughs> like, because yeah. um, being from over in Australia, then looking over to New Zealand, there was a lot of artists in New Zealand that I wanted to collab with. And they were like, for me as a poly, looking over there, it was like, they were making noise in New Zealand. And I was like, I need to go to New Zealand. And I went to New Zealand and I was making music over there. And then while I was there, that's when everyone started dropping music properly. And the scene started building in Australia, like like for real, for real, for Polynesians especially. Yeah. Then that's when I was like, fuck, I moved here. <laughs> and then fucking that's happening over there. Now I'm going to move back. But I moved back because of how, yeah. And I already had my family, like my mom and dad, staying in Gold Coast and that still. So I was like, oh, okay. Instead of coming, moving to Sydney, maybe I'll just go move back in with my parents over there and then I'll fly down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, that's the story of how the bro found me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's and crazy. So it was Fez, basically, you yeah. know? Shout out Fez, yeah, man. Shout I know out you're Fez. probably not listening, but if you are by any chance. Fuck yeah. Just know that two people, like, bro, because Fez was the first guy I shot for Hellos. Like, we oh, just yeah. did a photo shoot. Nothing, anything, and, um, Bro, we got along like a house on fire. Because he's Turkish, so like there was that we were able to talk about like growing up in like European like yeah, settings true. almost. Like yep. that was kind of like common ground straight away. And then from there, like we just became friends and obviously just listen to him like rap and it's poetry. It's not even rap, right? Like yep. it's similar with Vent. It's just the same thing. It's just like and we just got along so well because I have such an appreciation for it. Yep. And he's yeah, the man, eh, bro? Oh, like bro. instant family vibes when I met him and then the one thing I think about is like, fuck, I'm like glad I didn't get on that cunt's like drill side, eh? Like yeah. I'm glad I was on the side of like 
I'm your bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I've heard him say stuff like, without saying any days, yeah, I've just yeah, heard yeah. him say like, bro, I really like that cunt. But as soon as he da 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 and done this, now I'm going to have to smash him when I see him. And I'm like, looking at him like, ah, what? <laughs> yeah. But then like, and then, and then with the music stuff, he's just so creative, bro. And then he's like, I'm the same as you. I'm just like a fan. You know, he's like one of my favorite rappers. And yeah, just big ups, big ups to the bro. bro definitely. He's the best. Straight yeah. up. Speaking of like conscious music, bro, these are my favorite bars and for good reason. So I've spoken about like, do you follow the footy? Yeah, you go for someone weird, eh? On the footy? Yeah. Weird. Did you go oh, for the Warriors? Me? Nah, fuck. I thought you went for like Dolphins or something, eh? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Warriors. Nah, so here's nah, a funny thing. Shout out the Waz, I'm a, man. I'm a bit of, yeah, shout out the Waz. I'm a bit of like a fence hopper, eh? Because <laughs> whoever's I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now because the Broncos has always been my team, but, and, um, yeah, Broncos has always been my team. And I went to school paying Haas and that too. So I like yeah. watching the bro. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, yeah, crazy. But it's my Kiwi side, eh? That just loves the Warriors. And the fact that the Warriors done good this year, it was only because I always go for the underdog, G. Hey, like, so the Warriors, fuck, they've been so shit my whole life. <laughs> my whole life. And my dad was a big Warriors fan, but even he, like, you know, the emotional stress that it puts on you being a Warriors fan. I know he's a Warriors fan, so <coughs> we'll relate. <laughs> but, yeah, like, so this year when everything was going well, I was like, they're the underdogs. No one thinks they could do it. I actually had a lot of faith in them to do it, yeah. you know. And it wasn't their year, but at the same time, it was like, it was good bringing our people together to actually be proud of something, you know what I mean? And if that means, like, not rooting for the Broncos this year, then fuck it, I'll just root for the Warriors. But... The only reason why I feel comfortable doing that is because I don't really watch the footy that much. Yeah. So I, I only watch it when I'm like certain times, like the past few years, I never watched it, you know, and I might sit there with my dad and that and just like have a thing or if there's a game at Suncorp, I might go there and watch, you know, but other than that, like, yeah, the past few years, I haven't been too into it. This year was the only year that I was like, fucking, I'm going to watch all the games. I'm going to fucking, I'm going with sports bet on every game. Like, yeah. It was good though, because it got me back into footy. The Warriors doing good, because if the Warriors didn't do good, it would, I probably wouldn't have got back into it. Not saying I don't like footy, I love footy, but like, yeah. Yeah. Bro, with the Waz, so in 2021, no. Fuck, when was it? Last year, 2022. Yeah. I was at YKCR interviewing Jordan Simi. True. Bro, he's one of the funniest fucking people you ever met. True. Like, bro, some of the shit he comes up with. You know, like how Theo Von talks? Yeah. Oh, is that what he's like? Bro, like his mind just Sharp. runs. Yeah. And just, <laughs> bro. And then like what he'll say after what he's, he's – he says something outlandish and then he backs it up with something even more outlandish. And you just – Yeah. Like, fuck, I love those cuts. Uh, <laughs> I love bro, cuts like that. He was that. there, but the guy that set up the pod and everything was Vintage Jackson, um, oh, yeah. who runs all the Warriors content now. So he left YKTR to go to the Wires and do their socials. Oh, does he do the socials? Yeah, with Logan Dodds, a guy called Logan Dodds. But, needs a, bro, they need a raise. Yeah. They need a big raise. Bro, Jacko, there's a vi – I've got it on video – um, where I say to Jacko, we're packing up from the pod, and I go, oh, by the way, because you got because the Warriors moved over to Australia. I was like, bro, hand on heart, Warriors are my second team. I was yeah. like, Pendra for being winning so much, I kind of enjoy watching the Wires. Like, oh yeah, because bro, growing up, Pendra for <laughs> so shit. Yeah, and there's this sounds so fucked up to say, but there's something to be missed about like being a real underdog. Yeah, you know what I mean? bro. Yeah, bro, definitely. So that was the end of 2022. I was like, yeah, bro. Honestly, Wires my second team. I really enjoy like yeah. the whole story and. Like how they came over for COVID and shit. It's crazy. Yeah. And then um and then yeah, watching them this year and watching Jacko like kill it on the content. Like I messaged him a few times, like, this is mad. Like this is Bro. hectic. And it was cool, it was cool to see Warriors like New Zealand come together. Yeah, definitely. Cause besides the all black like the all blacks, I feel like 
doesn't really unite the country in the same way, like it did for the World, the World Cup final. Yeah. But, but even the All Blacks, like they've been winning. Yeah. <laughs> like they've been yeah. winning most of my life, you know? So it's not really like something yeah, like- Yeah, it wasn't the same. Yeah. And um, yeah, the idea that like Sean Johnson could return home at like 34 and like, yeah. almost win a oh, premiership. Oh, bro. Fuck yeah. And like, yeah. Shout out to him. Bro, oh, he's so crazy. But I've had this clip on TikTok that went viral ages ago. So we're talking about like state of origin um, eligibility. And I was yep. saying to like the boys when I was talking to them about it, I was like, look, what you got to understand like growing up is I grew up in Australia my whole life, n- never left until the age of, oh, like never lived anywhere else, right? Same house. But I was like, my nonno nonno lived in an Italian house on Australian land. So when yeah. I walk into that house, it's everything's Italian, the food's Italian, the cutlery, or everything, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, so when people talk about Jerome Luai, bizarre, representing Samoa, but not playing for, like playing state of origin, but representing an island, like an island country, and they get the shits that that happens. Like you got to understand, bro, there's a difference between like where you're from and actually what you grow up in. Yeah. Like, grow up in the culture. That's crazy. I never thought about that, bro. This, I think you're, that, you're actually the first person that said that to me. Yeah. And like exactly like that. Like what you just said, that's made me sort of understand it even more. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Because you're right, bro. Like, yeah. fuck, I grew up here like in Aussie, but in a Samoan house, bro. We're like, fuck, it makes so much sense that you said that. Bro, Ew. and like even beyond the house, communities, right? Like Mani, yeah, it has uh, Pacific Islander shops, like stuff that you get in the islands. Yeah, there's true. a shop for it. And there's like uh, in Bidwell is a little shopping center for it. But like, bro, so I was saying that to the boys and they're going, yeah, like, oh, I understand where you're coming from. So yep. that whole idea of like, so I, I've said before, Damn. the most casual racism in Australian sport is when the boys do something good and they're from the islands or they're indigenous, they're an Aussie. When yep. they're not. Oh, bro. That didn't so, get me started on this shit. So Fuck. relating to this, when we talk about conscious music, the man Whoa. in front of me said the following, in the Herald, you do something good, you're a Kiwi. If not, then they call you a Maori. Oh, yeah. And I know that my people are good. We can't just, we just can't break the habit of hating and trolling, yes. which is TikTok comments. Bro. Motherfuckers. <laughs> nah, bro, shot, bro. That's oh. that's my favorite bar because of it in music wise captured everything I thought about like that, right? Like yeah. you, you're you're an Aussie and then like you're not when you do something fucked up. Bro. You nailed that lead up, G. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Straight up. Um, but then wow. and then the other favorite bar. Um now I don't know what nuck means. Does that mean like nothing? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically like nothing. Yeah. So where the real ones taking risk with this and if you want to quit, just give me one call. They can't say nuck if you're keeping it raw. And now I've talked, but I've still got more. Yeah. Bro, they're my that like oh, sure, bro. my favorite bars of yours by far. That's and, crazy. But when like to write <laughs> that, to write that, you have to be writing for a certain amount of time. That just doesn't come to you oh, in the yeah. first session. When did you start making music? Fuck. I was I think I was thirteen. It would have been around then. I was, funny thing, bro. I think you're getting the inside scoop, G. Cause I, <laughs> funny thing. There's this artist that was around in Melbourne. He lives in LA and that now. I think it's LA and that. His name's B-Mike. Have you heard of B-Mike? Oh, it might have been a while ago. He was, he was cracking it with like the music and stuff. But I ended up, so when I was like a kid, I think I was 13. It might have been 12 because it sounds like a 12-year-old thing to do. But I ended up taking one of so he used to put up remixes and that and what i did was i stole his whole verse and i didn't rap it or anything but i someone was asking me oh yeah send me one of your raps and i sent his rap to him right yeah. this guy and this guy I th- he must have sent he must have knew it and then he sent it to b mike and was like oh this guy's using your verse you know and i was just a kid b mike ended up calling it out then i just apologized to him and then yeah that was it but after that um i was like okay fuck it I'm just gonna make music. <laughs> and then I started writing my own music. And at first it was for girls. It wasn't actually for like 
to be honest, like it actually was for girls. Like yeah. being 100% honest, it was just like, because I, I was still in school. So what I wanted was girls to look at me and be like, oh, oh he's writing raps and stuff yeah, like that. And, and, and they did. Like some of them, but <laughs> <laughs> some of them, some of them, some of them. But um, yeah, that, that's why. And then later on in my career, um, I'm not too sure. I don't know if I'm, to- if I'm talking shit right now. Nah, fuck it. I'm not talking shit. But if I've got the, my memory a bit hazed, then be Mike and you're watching this fucking, you know, comment, comment on the bros video. But I think later on in my career, um, ended up talking. He ended up sending me one of the videos that I'd done. I forgot which video it was. That's how my, um, my mind is. But I know he sent me something and he said, bro, this is mad. Like, this is crazy. Like, keep going. And then after that, because, you know, me taking it, taking that verse and that back when I was a kid, it was only because I respected him so much, you know, and I like liked his music. And then I got called out and I was like, oh, fuck, this kind of like fucking hates me. <laughs> you know, like, fuck, I look up to this guy. And then, um, yeah, after that, yeah, he ended up hitting me up. And then now, like, we still talk. Like, he'll hit me up. I'll hit him up, you know, because he's over there. He's doing big things. He's still cracking in the music scene. Um, I think he's independent right now. But, yeah, big ups to him, G. B-Mike, he's mad. I think he's from Melbourne. He's from Melbourne, yeah. And he ended up moving to America. But, yeah, fuck. But, yeah, that's how I started, G. So that's yeah. how I started making music. After that, I never stole shit from anyone. <laughs> I just fucking, I was just like, oh, writing. And I was trash, bro, like, when it comes to, when you're talking about like those bars there, back when I started onto fucking for ages, bro, like I feel like with me, I just get better and better, you know? And so I hate sometimes when people say like, ah, like you're so talented, you know, I wish I could rap. It was like, bro, you should see what I, when I started, like, this is just me. Polished. I didn't, yeah, this is me polished and still polishing myself every day. Fuck, that sounds a bit weird, but like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, Everything that I did back then, like I wish that I could just come in like some of these cunts that come out now and they're just like, boom, they got it. Yeah. You know, because I never had that. I always had to like work on it. It's always hard work. It was never, you know, the reason why I write like the way I write now is because I've made mistakes in my past raps that over the past 12 years or something, you know what I mean? So thinking about it, I actually really didn't have any musical bones in my body, I guess. I just fucking just worked on it. Hey. Yeah. Bro, oh, yeah. the best rappers are split. Some of them don't have a musical bone in their body and then some are like Skepta and Jamie and they yeah. love instruments their whole life. Yeah, yeah, bro. Just like yeah. Dave, he's a um, pianist by like trade. Tech, yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Like Dave- And by trade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he learned <laughs> um, how to rap type of thing. Yeah. So there's like musicians out there, rappers who are like that and then there's people like yourself who just rap and rap and rap and eventually just all starts yeah. to like piece yeah. together, you know? It's crazy. But- you then you started like Facebook, I'd say 20 what, 2016 or even earlier. Oh, yeah, bro, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what year 11? Do you, you graduate 2017? Yeah, I was, I was 17 in 2016. I was 17. Um, didn't actually graduate high school, but yeah, I think I would have graduated. Did you go to um, 2017. No, I didn't fully missed opportunity, never went. And then after that, I, I didn't want to go because I felt old. I was yeah. like, you know, like, I don't want to be those guys that fuck, they're four years out and they keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was pretty gutted though. Yeah, that totally. was one thing. I was, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what they yeah. call it, totally. I was pretty gutted, G. Like, I didn't, I actually wanted to experience that, but yeah, I didn't, yeah. too late now. Who cares? Um, but, so yeah. what, you would have been 16, 17 in that Facebook era? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's when it started rolling, eh? Yeah. That's when it started rolling. But before that, because I remember even being like young ass and just posting videos on like a little like a little kid bro and I'm fucking got my hat on a squeaky ass voice and I'm like rapping dude I did one to um Don't Judge Me by Chris Brown fuck it was embarrassing 
It was like um. I remember that album as well. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put it out, gee, and I was like, plays, and I'm like missing you like freaking crazy. <laughs> like that's how I rap, bro. Because you know, and like I said before, I was rapping for girls, right? So yeah, I was like. Fuck yeah, put this out. This will make them fucking turn their heads. <laughs> and then every time, I think I deleted off everything, hopefully. But yeah, some of the boys, like people that know me, know me and they've known me my whole life, they always bring it up. They're like, yeah. listen, you like freaking crazy. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, you guys. <laughs> but yeah, that would have been like, bro, I would have been like fucking 13 at that time or something. 13? Yeah. And then after that, but that wasn't on the Facebook page and stuff. So I used to post that on my personal stuff. And then I made a Facebook page and then I, because there's someone, my Facebook page, so like a, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there's one called Changed or something. That was posted on my personal page, but I reposted it on my my fan page after, like yeah. I think it was like a couple of years after, a year after or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, right. So I was just posting on my personal profile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so it eventually starts popping off with like 64 bars and then on yeah. the block in that, bro, what's that era like back in 2016? Crazy. Oh, bro. There wasn't much people, eh, back then. Like, see now, and this isn't any hate, hate towards it too, like, but now like more people want to be artists and stuff like that, which is cool. But like back in those days, it was like, there was only a certain few of us that were actually- It was more original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're putting out stuff and, but it's weird because even when you listen to it, you know, like, because I went back and forth rapping American accent and then rapping with my normal accent boys would say it's shit and then go American accent. So the 64 bars on that, that's all American accent stuff. And then, yeah, I, I just switched back and forth. Sort of like how I switched countries when I moved back and forth, yeah. Because I just remember like doing Aussie accents and stuff like that. One time was my uncle, bro. I showed my uncle once and then he was like, fuck that shit, <laughs> that ain't it. And I was like, oh yeah, sweet as. And I went back to American accent and then made music like 64 bars and stuff like that, yeah. Why do you, think, yo. Why do you think people opt go with the american accent um why they why they try to why they yeah. do it I, it's all influence a eh? like maybe if i listen to cursor growing up because i don't really listen to cursor until it's a bit older and even now i still just like listen to his new stuff but like growing up we're influenced by everyone like in america you know we weren't really there weren't really any role models and stuff that are here now so you see how the music scene is now how everyone you know, when one four and that came out, everyone rapped like one four. It's because they have something to to latch on now, yeah. as as opposed to when I was rapping back then. There was nothing for us to latch on to. We had to, we were making like our own styles based off what we were influenced by. Like I listened to Big Sean, um, Big Sean, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, all of them. Bro, Big Sean, no, in twenty twenty released one of my favorite albums, Detroit Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, is that your is that one of your favorite albums? Bro, ah, I love true. today. Have you listened That's to Full crazy. Circle before? Nah, I don't think so. So it's got like Diddy on it, and yep. um, and Big Sean has these bars. So like for like, bro, I'm a kid from Wimbley, right? Like, not much yep. happened. We got a Coles and football park. That's about it. It's yeah, all yeah, yeah, up middle class to upper middle class people. It's not much. Yep. Like, I'd say it's middle class mostly, and um, but mostly Caucasian. Not much. Like, it's just Wimbley, little old Wimbley. Yeah, yeah. So for me to like reach out to people and like make my way through the world, it's like takes a while. And the the boys I've met, I like idolized growing up. Like even like Ty, bro, when like in twenty nineteen, like he's the goat of West. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, Nick Ed growing up was like a mad videographer. Um, yeah, at skate parks and all that. So like Big Sean has this thing where it's like he does a song called Full Circle, and it's just about how like 
he, so he was like um, from bagging up Ye to releasing a same uh, an album the same day as Ye or something like that. Yeah, like you know, yeah, what that's hectic. Bro, <laughs> oh, I need to listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> and bro, it just has these bars about like how life comes full circle and you just got to imagine. And then it has perfectly. It has Diddy on it, who's lived yep. the craziest life out of Fuck all yeah. of us. Like the money that guy's made out of music. Oh, bro. Yeah. Everyone forgets he's number one, but yeah. like so clear of Jay-Z and everyone. And um, yeah, in terms of revenue generated. Yeah. And like, bro, just that song and that album together. And he has like, he's he has like Erica Badu on the interlude. He has like his grandmother talking at one point. Oh, true. Yeah. He just has all this shit, bro. It's fucking one of the best albums, eh? Fucking need to listen to that. Yeah. And then it has Deep Reverence with Nipsey, which is one of Nipsey's oh, last yeah, yeah. contributions. <laughs> That's the only one I've heard on there. Yeah. Deep Reverence. Bro. And like. Sitting uh, there like, fuck. Even the music video and that, yeah. Yeah. We, we, um, when I went, I went there last year to LA. One thing that I did, because we had about like 20 people with us that I brought over there. Not paid for, but we brought over there. And then that was one thing I wanted to go do. So we took all of them down to um, Crenshaw. And then we went and looked at the, the shop was closed down, which I was pretty gutted at. And, but there was a mural behind. So we went and looked at the mural and stuff like that. And we were just cruising through the street, like banging fucking, um, like victory lap out. Yeah, gee, yeah. banging victory lap, just fucking cruising through Crenshaw. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is it. If I smoked weed, then fuck, I'd like blunt right now. <laughs> but yeah, it was mad. It was a mad experience. But yeah, sorry, I just thought of that because, yeah. yeah, that's song. I don't even know what I was fucking talking about. I think because you brought up Big Sean. Yeah, 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 Big Sean. Yeah, yeah, bro. Big Sean. But like, bro, Scribe never. Oh, yeah. From what I listen to with Scribe, bro, even Savage, I never felt like they put on too much of the Americanized accents. And they arguably the yeah. most successful out of New Zealand. Yeah, but even them, it was like still American though, eh? So yeah. even like if we were going to latch onto them or copy them, it would still sound American, yeah. eh? It would still sound. The only other ones that weren't like that is Homebrew. Have you heard of Homebrew? No. Get Homebrew. Oh, fuck, bro. You'll have a fucking field day listening to Homebrew. I already know you'll love them. Yeah. Like there's a dude, Tom Scott in there. He's actually arguably, but a lot of people will agree in New Zealand that he's like the number one lyricist yeah, and he's no. at Homebrew. And he was a straight New Zealand accent. So if I listened to Homebrew growing up, then I probably would have rapped like that, which would have been better. But um, yeah, it's, it's just the reason why people don't like it is because it hasn't been done before, yeah. you know? So like even people it's like my, my uncle, yeah, my uncle and that, and then, yeah, and that as well. But my uncle and that and my mates and that, they haven't heard someone succeed like that. So they're like, or they haven't even heard music like that. So they're like, why are you rapping like that? Yeah. Know what I mean? It only takes one person just to go, fuck it, we're just going to do it. And then, you know, it breaks off. Yeah. And Chris was like that, eh? So Chris will rap like that. And I, I bet, don't know too much about his career, but I bet his whole career people were being like, why, why are you rapping like that? Yeah. You know, rap like us. Rap like Americans. Right, you know? he got blacklisted on everything, Cursor. True. Right. No radios for playing him. No, he got fuck all support. I see him posting about it, eh? When he posted oh, about Oh, bro, he's it. a yeah. loud mouth. I love yeah. him for it. But Cursor is what you... He's like an embodiment of Campbelltown. True. Like that's Campbelltown. It's loud. Straight Eche just. Yeah, very Eche. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a, there's a suburb, Spaniel Walkthrough, it adds. Yeah. Um, that area, bro. It's like they have 80% housing commission plus. Fuck. Which is absurd. True, man. That means four that's in every crazy. five houses is government owned. Fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then that's the fuck. others that are personally owned, like they're cheap as fuck. Like it's crazy. Fuck, man. That's yeah. crazy. But um, I bro, have to buy some houses down here. here. <laughs> nah. right, Gentrify um, time. Yeah. Nah. nah. <laughs> nah. Um, Tom Scott was his name, was it? Yeah, bro. Homebrew. So yeah, there's a guy called Alex yeah. Jones. You ever heard of Alex Jones? Not the conspiracy one. No, nah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. I haven't. I've heard of that one, but I haven't heard of that. Nah, one. so Alex Jones, bro, he's 
guy from Melbourne. He's called Dr. Flea as well. Oh, yeah. Honestly, bro, like anyone within the hip-hop community that's listened to him, it's like if you put him in a room with another rapper and say go bar for bar, he'd like honestly Fuck, murder true. the whole country. I, I reckon I can name five that go toe-to-toe. Fuck, it'll deem me up to you. I need to go listen to him now. But he doesn't make music anymore. No one, doesn't. Oh, true. Probably post maybe once every year if you're lucky. Bro, he's living life. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's just gone back to like being a trader or whatever. But bro, oh, true. like when he hops on a beat. So he had this one. It's so simple, but he was like, when I see you, you'll end up in the ICU. Yeah. And shit like that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. You true. know what I mean? Like yeah. shit like that, bro. You just like, it's so simple. Oh, so he was like, fuck. And, and when, when, when was this? No shit like that tall. True, but when was this? When when was he writing bars like that? 2018, 19. Fuck, true. Even earlier. When he was Dr. Flea, he had big songs, you know, like Joel Fletcher, Will Sparks? Yeah, yeah, That DJ era and how they'd get like a rapper on, like that Melbourne sound era. Yeah. He was one of the guys on like doing the rapping. Oh, true. And he like did pretty well there, but. Oh, that's mad. But he's like Chip in the UK. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Chip. Bro, you go bar for bar. Fuck. Sorry. Are you all right? Oh. Answer it, bro. We're recording. Jake. Jake, Jake, yo. yo, I'm in a podcast. What's up? Oh, no, nah, you're right. What's up? Do you need a hand sharing it all to your story? You're freaking out a bit. Oh, I'll just give you a call when I'm done. Just do it later. Don't no stress it. Uh, Juan, a rapper, should check him out. Yeah, yeah I'll send you his link. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Uh, take care, bro. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Thanks, brother. Shout out, Jake. It was the episode before this. Shout out, Jake. Um, <laughs> he'll love that, bro. He'll <laughs> oh, love true. That. Yeah, he'd love that. He loves getting this. Bro, he loves hip hop, but he listens to like, he loves lyrics, but Jake doesn't know too much about the Australian scene. Oh, yeah. He's a gym, gym boy, like bodybuilding guy. Yeah. So when I show him like Aussie rappers or like Kiwi rappers going hard, he'll be like, what the fuck? Bro? You'll be the one to show him, yeah, 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 like, that. Hard as, Yo. but he loves his. Grew up on like 90s hip hop. Like that's, oh, his, yeah, true. that's his jam. Like yeah. Mob Deep, yep. all that type of stuff. And he loves his real niche shit. But I showed him a West Side Gun, I think. True. Fucking like West Fuck, I actually didn't really listen to the 90s hip hop too much, eh? Yeah, really. Maybe, I'm, I'm oh, not massive, bro. I'm not massive, to be honest. B.I.G., like a little bit. Um, Tupac, my dad. That was like my dad's era. Yeah. He, they, they still play Tupac in the car. But other than that, I like Biggie more. But it was only because I watched the Biggie movie. Notorious, yeah, yeah, notorious. And then I started like listening to his stuff, and then Sky's the Limit's probably my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. to be honest, bro. So my parents didn't listen to hip hop. Like, yep. Dad's Italian, listens to Italian music. Fucking love my Italian music. Mom's <laughs> kind of, mom's like Jack Johnson and all that, like just singers yep. and loves it. So I didn't really grow up on like hip hop, but my sister is nine years older than me. So when I'm like nine, my sister. So we, I don't know if you should do, bro. YouTube to MP3. Yeah, and you yep. download the songs, yep. and so we shared a family MacBook. But she'd have like Big Sean, YouTube um, MV3, Soldier Boy, yeah. Chris Brown. So I was going to school, and I'd be like talking to my mates about these songs. And Jake was one of those boys, actually. Funnily enough, they'd be like, "Yeah, I listen to that as well." And then I got into high school. My sister's dry, no end of primary school, and I had the one of the first iPods. But no, I had no screen. Do you know what that was? The um the little clip. Fuck yeah, it, it was just like, like a little nano. thing, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, Nano might have been. Yeah, because yeah, I remember. Like, Oh. Bro, I had that, right, in year six. And I'd fucking, uh, bro, I was listening to, yeah, Chip, Big Sean, Chris Brown. Yeah. And then I hit year seven and this guy called Callum Brandley actually got 99.9 something ATAR. He's a fucking, bro, he's a genius. Crazy wow. smart, this guy. Anyway, Brandley, he, we were in class one day and he's like, check this out. And it was Good Kid, Mad City. 
Oh, true. And then, bro, at the same time, I listened to um, Big Sean's Control song. And that, oh, yeah, bro. Bro, and the, okay. Kendrick has a crack. Not a crack. Well, yeah, he says, like, I'd murder Big Sean on a beat in on Big Sean's own song. Yeah. Bro, that was, like, my whole introduction to hip-hop <laughs> wow, there and then. That's crazy, love. bro. That's yeah. a crazy introduction. I love that verse. Yeah, and, like, bro, just, like, um... I haven't listened to it in a while, though, so, fuck, I probably can't even remember it. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, I just <laughs> bro, remember the feeling it gave you, you know? Yeah, and to it. The, my brother being four years older than me, so I was mates with guys that were in years above me, still am, and The Art of Peer Pressure. So, like, yeah. I, that song about, like, driving around in a car... Doing dumb shit. It wasn't like so lost to me. It, it, yeah. it wasn't like such a foreign concept, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I didn't live it, but I like sometimes I get lift home from school and all that shit. Yeah. I like get lift somewhere to, like down at Penrith Plaza and all that. And you'd be like, oh, like the fuck, like th- that can be a reality. Like if one of these boys wants to start a fight or whatever, like all of a sudden I'm in a fight at the age of 14, yeah. 15. Like, you yeah, know what hard. I mean? Bro, but there, that just, that era of hip hop, so special to me. So yeah, but I got to Biggie late. I reckon I was like 14 or 15. Uh, I would have been the same. Yeah, it would have been. Oh, actually, Biggie over when Park did the movie? When me. did the movie come? Yeah, Biggie over Park too. Um, I think musically, but then I think as a person, I would have liked Park more. Yeah, but yeah, because he was more the type that's like, and I sort of resonate with a lot of the stuff that he says. You know, he's he was born in New York and then moved to LA and you know started claiming that he was from the West. You know, yeah. and like I was born in Australia and I moved to New Zealand a lot. You know, so. There's still that Kiwi side of me. So I sort of relate to that with him. And even just like, sometimes I feel like being fucking a philosopher, you know, and just jumping up and be like, you know, and being an activist and just be like, fucking stop treating my people like that. But yeah. now I tread carefully when I use the word my people because I did one of those, um, those, uh, what's it called? Those ancestry shit things. Yeah. And because my, my dad's side, so my nana's mum was Irish. And yeah. then, you know, her dad was moldy, but following the tree and through the Irish side, I've got like English, like family in there too. Yeah. So I'm like, my blood is like the colonized and the colonizer, you know? And when I look at, obviously it's been as, you know, my skin's brown, but like there has been racist times growing up a lot, a lot of times. And like, even with the bars that we said before, like the moldy thing, but the more I grow up, the more I realize that I'm a product of, you know, being being a Maori and being an English and Irish person and a Samoan, it's only what I identify as, I guess. You know, and when when I think about like my bloodline and and where my ancestors and that come from, you know, it sort of reminds me that I'm not just Maori and Samoan. You know, I'm English as well. You know, I can't come out here. And then when I say my people, I don't really. Now I'm at the point in my life where I don't really care too much about. Not saying I don't care about my people, but. I don't care about saying stuff like my people because I feel like everyone's, we're all just people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, I still think there are things in the system that are, that go against certain types of people. And, yeah. and um, but I think it's the mindset change, eh? Because I've, I've just got that mindset now where I've like got no excuses for myself. So when it comes to like any obstacles that people talk about, especially for our people, like all Maldives and Samoans and that and they talk about obstacles and that that we have I just like look at them and I'm like I don't have any obstacles in my mind for myself so I can't look at you as a Samoan or a Maldi and think okay you've got an obstacle because I think anyone could do whatever they want yeah it's hard to explain eh? I'm trying to explain it without fucking getting cancelled eh? but like that's just what I think I just think that I've got no excuses you know there's people people that have no legs you know that are hitting the gym today like, like yeah. what am I complaining about 
you know what is okay we got we got um we got smoked <laughs> there's the moldies we got smoked as it's funny too because even as irish irish people got smoked too hey so it's like i'm a slave twice <laughs> when you think about it twice and then you got my moldy sides and someone's side so fuck that's three times yeah. <laughs> but at the same time you know english blood in there i was a colonizer as well my ancestors were so i don't know just how to I don't know how to explain it, but just knowing that about myself and where I come from, I sort of like, because, you know, when you grow up, when you grow up looking like me, you sort of get pushed towards the the point of like, you blame white people for everything that they've done, you know, and then I've got heaps of white mates. I've even got a white family that, you know, I love, you know, and like, I've got a step or step grandma. Yeah, that's what they would call it. Step grandma, like my dad's um, step mum. I guess, but she's she's white, you know. She's fucking they're like they're white Kiwis, and like I love them, you know. And I can't how do, how could I how could I say I love them and then come out here and be like you know, white people always treat us like this and you know I hate white people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, it just but, doesn't make sense, bro. But it's been forced. I think it's been forced upon us, <laughs> you know. Yeah, to think like that. Whereas I don't think like that. The easiest way to unite people is a common enemy. Oh yeah, definitely, and divide and conquer you know it's yeah. easier to take it's easier to keep certain people like say maoris or Samoans and that it's easier to keep them locked down if 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 they're blaming everyone for what's happened to them and and for how their life is you know yeah. what i mean like if i sit there and just had excuses and blamed everything i wouldn't be here and i wouldn't be signed to how forever ever and signed to sony you know so like when i think about that it sort of like pushes me more towards like oh there's no excuses you know I've got I've got family members that are like you know that saying oh this is just the way I am that's just the way I've always been you know and I'm just like it's like the shittest thing to hear it's like no that's the way you think bro it's not the way you are yeah fuck just went on a full round of like fucking ancestry.com my bad (laughs) bro I wanted to bring up a bar I can't fucking find it for the life of me bro Jay Huss bro Jay Huss has something in his daily duppy where he comes up and he just bro he just Right. What does he say? What does he say? I can't. I cannot find it. Say. Three J Huss. Three J Huss. Um. J Huss. J Huss. J Huss. J Huss. Um. Right. How can I not find it? Didn't want to stop to the cruise when in What's he say? If you want to conquer them, then cause a division. Yeah. No. It's only when you're stressed you turn to religion. If you want to conquer them, then cause a division. Oh, that's bro. crazy. I'm, I don't think I've actually listened to that either. Bro, yeah. He has other bars in there where it's crazy. Where he's like, from an adolescent, I never learned my lesson. If my name was Smith, they'd, had that, they'd have to add a Wesson. See, if, see my aggression, I left a bad impression. Self-medicate myself through my depression. Bro, he's, he's, he's the man. I, I, like, I love Jay Huss. He's but, one of the greatest minds in hip hop. Like modern, yeah, modern yeah. hip hop. Like the way he thinks, the way he executes, like the way he thinks, bro, like his albums. Yeah. You just like, I actually didn't know him. Like, I didn't see him first. It was um, through Mostak. Have you heard of Mostak? Yeah. Yeah, so Mostak would shout out Jay Huss. Because I like that fucking, that melodic shit, you know? And then he would shout out Jay Huss heaps. And then once I fucking, you know, there were some songs on there, like, um, did you see what I done? Like, all those ones, you know? And fucking after that, even the project that he just dropped, like, fuck. Yeah, but even like some of the songs in that where, like, it's crazy. The intro where it's like, um, the guy on the phone, like talking to him, yeah. it's like his best mate. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, bro, just, I don't know. And he has other songs where, like, the Daily Duppy and stuff like that, where he's just feature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that would go hard. Feature. That would go hard. Nah. Um, One day. 
but yeah, bro, he's honestly he's one of the he's one of the goats yeah, back in the modern day. Um, now that bar's solid though, straight up, it's right. Yeah, that's what it just reminded me when you were talking about that. It's like it's one hundred ten percent, and a lot of people, bro, they. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. I'm the, I'm the same with the ancestry. Like a lot of British, but but at the same time, right? So like, say if I have a kid and I go to Azerbaijan for a week, the kid's born there. Technically, that kid's got Azerbaijani blood. Oh yeah, but at no yeah, point. You know true, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Bro, so I don't really like with my English side and Scottish side. I don't really. I'm not intact with it because like, it's so far down the line. You know? Yeah, that's how it works. Like it's just gonna be like I wouldn't be surprised if because my missus now is Maldi. Um. And her mum's Aussie, so yeah. half half. You know, once we go down the line, I've I have the feeling that oh, obviously it's up to the parents and it's up to us to like sort of teach them like Maori and Samoan yeah. stuff. But like, I just have a feeling, G, that like it's gonna get lost. You know what I mean? And fucking who knows? It would be Chinese like yeah. five five generations down. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even think that they were ever Maori. You know yeah. what I mean? But, well, we haven't seen it, bro, because we haven't been able to travel. People haven't yeah, been so yeah, obsessed. Yeah. Uh, like um, interracial show. couples and yeah. all that, yeah, yeah, it's right. it's a new thing, eh? I'm getting the plane tonight. Go to China, but no, we're gonna man. we're gonna be merged. We we're pretty merged now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just talking about that blood stuff, we're pretty merged now. See, I don't think that. See, I can't come out and I feel. Oh, this is for me personally. I feel like I can't come out and be like, bro, give my land back. Like it's it's not my land. I'm part fucking. I'm part Irish. You know. I'm part English. That's not my land. Yeah. You know. I help take the land. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I. That's just that's just me personally though. I don't think I have the right to come out and say that. You know yeah. because, couple years, couple generations down, we're gonna be even more merged, and really it's only the people that look brown that are gonna be like, really like I'm moldy and I'm brown and give me this back. You know. But what happens when none of us look like that? You know. And we're all just. Caramel, <laughs> we're just caramel. Like, what are you gonna say? Yeah, because of my caramel skin. Like, it's just I don't like blaming other things for your circumstances. Now I don't. I always used to though, but yeah, Same, bro. I always used to. But now I'm at the point where I'm a bit older and I don't want to blame anything. I don't want to blame anyone. You know, everything that almost everything that happens in my life is in my control. You know, and the things that aren't, fuck, just let it do its thing. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful mindset to have. But also, I, it's a beautiful way to go about life going like everything is a direct route of myself. So if something good happens, oh, yeah, I'll definitely. Take credit. If something bad yeah. happens, I'll take responsibility. Yeah, bro. Same Hard. way. Yeah, Hard. I've somewhat fallen into that thing, bro, because I've been a big boy my whole life. But like after year 12, so what, like 2018, 2019, yeah, graduated 2017, I blew up to like 155. Yeah. Bro, I'd make all these excuses of why. I wasn't going to the gym. You're like, yeah. you're just fat and lazy, eh? Yeah. Like there's no, and yeah. like, bro, just make all these reasons oh, up. I'm the worst, bro, because my missus is sort of like, fuck. She's like, she make excuses, you know, sometimes for like yeah. people. And then I'm just like, nah, they're just making, they're just making excuses. They need to go to the gym. Yeah. But I know that sometimes there's like health stuff and that, you know, that people go through where it's like, it might actually, it makes it harder. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, who cares if it's harder? It's, it's harder for everyone in every aspect of their life for different things. You know what I mean? But that's still not an excuse not to go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the music scene, you could say like Italians don't, they're not really making that much music. So it's a bit hard for, like, it's going to be harder for you, but just yeah. go do it. You know what I mean? Like there's no excuses, bro. I don't think there's really any excuse to be honest. There might be one that, someone, you know, someone might say in the comments and be like, I have a, I was treated like this in my life and da da because I know I know a lot of people use that trauma trauma stuff that's happened in their life to treat people like shit. I'm like, bro, you like you don't have to 
Yeah, a lot of people doesn't live in the make past. sense. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's just because I, I something like this happened to me and it was really bad, and that's why I talk to you like shit. It's like, no, it's not, bro. You just talk to me like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't blame your fucking fuck trauma, bro. Like you can't blame that shit. You know, for some certain things, like yeah, maybe. Like sometimes, um, I get a bit anxious, you know, and that's because growing up, I was just always anxious. Like there's experiences in my life where I've been anxious, but. I choose to be anxious. It's an excuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could easily just in my head because I think the power of the mind is like fucked way too. That's It's a real thing, you know, the power right. of the mind. I know a lot of people are here for an interview, but we're just going to have a conversation. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm a, <laughs> fuck it, bro, fuck it. I'm a, so I've been running, right? Yeah. I, oh, that's my, crazy. Fuck, I hate running. Love it. True. No, I don't. No, I like finishing the run. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. Though. So when you're done and you're like, so last night, Ben in the other room, bro, he's like, that was his second or third run with the boys. I've been running for yep. a few months now, but in September, I did 140 kilometers by myself. Fuck, 140 kilometers. When? Yeah. In, in September. September. Fuck. And bro, you, you, this is what I say about running to people. Your knees hurt? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just don't say anything, bro. It's my fault if I get injured. It's my oh, fault. Yeah. It's, it's also nah. my fault if I complete a marathon. Like, Bro, congrats, brother. That's a fucking accomplishment straight up. Yeah. I, I love hearing shit like that. And bro, like I got, I've got like, I'll be real. I've got most of my mates like back running if they weren't already. I, like there was only two other mates that I was running with at the start. Yep. I'm not even running with. We're just telling each other we're running and logging on Strava. But now like I've got like 10 to 15 mates doing it as well. Yeah. Because I kept mad. posting on socials every time I ran. Yeah, but, inspire people. That's what we're put on earth to do, inspire. Yeah. yeah. Um, create and explore, inspire at all costs. Yeah. But like- Wow, fuck, you got everything. <laughs> it just comes like that. <laughs> <day. laughs> Sorry. No, fire. Yeah. yeah, trust me. I'm not- I don't know. Some things have got logged, ready to say, and then some things it just comes. But yeah. um, with the running, bro, it's – I always say to people, it's not about the run. It's about like the first two kilometers are really shit. So once you push past that, you get runners hide around kilometer three. That's like just proven. Then from kilometer three to like kilometer six or seven, you're pretty cool. You can do 5Ks easily. You're done. True. Like most blokes, like That's in our like weight range. Like yeah. Even me, I'm still 125. Like Yeah. Um, But – but like once you eat like kilometer six or seven and then you go towards 10 or 15, like my furthest is 15. And then I was saying to them like, oh, bro, when, when you push 110%, you think about like from right now, from where we are in Penrith, 15 kilometers is almost Parramatta. Like- Oh, is it? Like or Blacktown. True. If we were to run in a straight line, 15 kilometers is like- Yeah, that's fucking, wicked. Yeah. Fair that's here. ages. Yeah, bro. Is it? So 15 kilometers is, is like- yeah, oh, 15 kilometers ages. It's definitely right through the heart of Mountie. So yeah, 110% bro, hour and a half of running. Yep. But I was like, every time I ran, I reinforced myself that I am who I say I am. And then also that my brain, I, you dig in every time and you learn yeah. something more about yourself. Even, oh, fuck yeah. Even yeah, starting yeah, the I run, bro, you get, you get like, you know it with the gym because I see you post your gym stuff and yep. you're doing like the burpees and stuff like that. Fuck, burpees, yeah. I can't think of anything worse, bro. See fuck, what you yeah. said about running burpees yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out of my face. But um, yeah, every time I ran, even when, it, not even the 10 kilometer runs, when I do a three kilometer run, but to go for a run that day, I was fucked out every excuse not to. And you yeah. still went, you like, I put in my mind, I am who I say I am. And my brain is trying to trick me out of things. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. much more to my brain. Yeah. It's just a matter of like getting over obstacles. I say that to people about running. It's not about the running. You, you don't hate running. You hate the fact that you got to fucking push past these barriers in your head. Yeah. Fuck, that's the yeah, thing. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's so cool that you said that too. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Bro, like, especially like, I know a lot of boys, like, luckily that don't like smoke or drink. Yeah. And, that, and they're like, I don't like running. I go, bro, you can run a fucking marathon within a month. You'd be shocked. Yeah. Like, your true. body is already in prime condition. It's a matter of, oh, you yeah. Put your mind to it. 
It's, it's whether you want to fucking run for five hours straight. That's yeah. the real question. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, that's hectic. But yeah, that's yeah your mind those 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 times, and it's not even just like that example you use for running. It could be for anything, eh? Yeah. Your mind's telling you like it'll, it'll just come in. That's why when people say like your biggest enemy is yourself, they're fucking right. Yeah, like that's your biggest enemy. Like your your mind is just gonna come in and tell you like you're not built for this, or or you're not good enough, or you know they're going to laugh at you, shit like that. And you either take that and you just say, nah, fuck off. Or you, you hear it and you're like, nah, yeah, they're right. And then you like fold up in turtle mode, mm-hmm. you know, and to be able to, that's why when they say have a strong mind, eh? the power of the mind. So if you have a strong mind, you could tell your mind like, nah, fuck you. I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. You know, yeah. and, that, and that's what you've done on that run. So it's like, fuck yeah, that's hard. Bro, bro, that book meditations over there. It's about that. It's oh, straight like, up. Yeah, Marcus Aurelius, stoicism. But it's just about like how you manage the mind, the one in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, he's like an uh, yeah, bro. The Alchemist is a good one. It's yeah. about the journey and the war of art. The war of art's gone because it just talks about it's perfect for like hip hop and stuff. It's about oh, like yeah. the hardest part about making art is sitting down to make art. Oh yeah, true. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it is. yeah true. it's the idea of that's hectic. Everyone loves like the shows, or whatever. But in reality, if you tell yourself, the same goes for this, right? Like, um, I have like a saying for it. But the war of art, it talks about like the block of making art. And it's like yep. people make it when they feel like it. And then their whole life is just in black, black uh, patches of form. But for those who stay consistent, if they tell themselves they're going to do it for three hours, they do it for three hours. Yeah. Even if nothing comes of it, they yep. did it for three hours. Fuck yeah. Something will come of it eventually. You yep. know? But yeah, bro, I'd always tell myself as well when it comes to like in my head with all this managing a full-time job as well on top of like running two brands and then – yeah, doing all the other shit in my life. I always just tell myself like, say I wake up for like at 6am on a Saturday to go for a run. When I went to bed at like 1am editing podcasts, I just say like, cometh the hour, cometh the man. That's fine. You just go. No one <laughs> has a fucking excuse. Yeah, no one know, has man. an excuse. You just go tell yourself, bro, cometh the hour, cometh the man. Like if, if you're nervous about something, if you, um, if yeah, because I get anxious about shit. I, yeah, I don't tell okay. anyone. No one would really pick up anxious in so, social yep. settings, but I get fucking yep. mad anxious. But it's a matter of like, just come with the hour, come with the man. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, fuck it. If, if you got to step up to the plate and you, if you fucking, because I every Sunday I write down my week, like pretty detailed, like yep. all the shit I need to get done from like personal life to- Oh, that's mad. Brand stuff, like business, all that, everything. Oh, can, you'd need to though with all the shit that fucking you got to do, eh? Yeah, Damn. Yeah, otherwise I'm all over the shop trying yeah, to do hard. like 10 things at once. Yep. So it like compartmentalizes it all. But bro, if I, like, if I write down on the Sunday before knowing I'm going to something on like an event on the Friday night, Yep. And then I got a fucking pack Saturday and I can only see like 5, 5 a.m. to like 7 a.m. I haven't got anything on. I'll just go, yeah, I'll go for a run even if I get home at one. And oh, then okay. I'll be at the bottom of my street. It'll be freezing. I'm in a hoodie. And I'll just, just tell myself, come with you. I'll come with you, man. Turn on my phone and fucking run. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, bro. It That's just okay, helps. Bro. I'm only yeah. like, I just, yeah. The other thing, you probably relate. Like you're 23 or 24. Yeah, 24. Bro, you just, like at some point you just go, fuck, I got to grow up, hey. Oh, yeah. That happened to me this year a lot. Last year it happened a bit. Like I was like, I'm 22, need to get my act in order. Yeah. My mum and dad got married at 22. And then I like when I hit 23, I was like, oh, I'm 23, right? Like I'm I'm not like 20. I'm not like a dead. Yeah. Like I'm not like just fucking around anymore. Eh? Like I'm yeah. a proper adult. Yo. I'm gonna talk to adults. Like fuck yeah. Operate like an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pay my bills. Gotta start thinking like one. Yeah. Not even money. thinking like one though. Thinking better than one. <laughs> no. Yeah. 110. <100%. laughs> but yeah, I don't know, bro. I I want to ask you about a few things, but. Yo. Before we just talk about life, because we could do that for <laughs> yeah. hours. Don't get what? me sucked in here, man, because I was fucking sitting talking about shit all the <laughs> Especially social issues, bro. Because I can tell your mind the way it operates. 
is you see things and you analyze them and then you spit them back out with your own perspective. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people see things, see what other people say about them and then just regurgitate that. Fuck, that's crazy. You know what I'm Thanks. saying? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit but, of a compliment. Yeah, no, but it comes out in your music, right? Like yeah. Vent was a big reason. Even if uh, even Mr. If I Don't Got It, I'll Get It. Yeah. That's another one where it's like I, I like you're an individual. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, easy I to get fucking you. go say like I fucking fuck that, like fuck this postcode and fuck yeah, that postcode. Yeah. And like I'll drill him, I'll drill that. And like yeah. I've done this, I've done that. It's easy to do that shit, man. It's hard to actually sit down there and be like, here's my personal issues or like here's like something I struggle with. Or, yeah, you know what hard, I, mean? I like, get you. Yeah, yeah. Sure, bro. Yeah, you nailed it. But um, bro, low key, you have a mixtape out there on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. <laughs> oh nah. I listened to it yesterday, bro. Ah. I really enjoyed it. I really oh, enjoyed you? it. Yeah, 110 percent Damn. Gotta fucking delete that shit. Yeah, let's nah, I gotta go begin. put it on private or something. Oh, let the story begin. Nah, yeah. fuck. I thought you were talking about another one. Nah, I love let the story begin. Like <laughs> Solly. How? Yeah, I love that Solly. mixtape. What a producer. Fuck. The way his mind works. He'll be our Rick Rubin. It was even the experience because Hal got me down here and we were just in the studio at Sony and we were just fucking creating, bro. And then like making that mixtape, it was just like, okay, we'll create the song. Da, 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 and you can sort of hear it like, it's not like the proper structure really of songs and that. It's just like us going, okay, what do you reckon? Do we do we need to put more here? Nah, sweet. Okay, move on. We go do another one. And it sort of, it built, Solly's fucking talented ass, bro. Like He's nuts, bro. He's nuts for you. He's nuts, bro. Like him... Working with him over the first, because I think I met him the same time I met Hal. Not like met, but like in person, because he and Hal put us together. And then I met Hal, fucking flew down to Sydney for the first time, anxious as you know, legs shaking, recording and that. But yeah, Solly, bro, he's he's the man. How did you feel when you flew down to meet Hal for the first time? I was pretty, I was nervous, eh? Because big expectations, eh? I just wanted to make sure, like. You know, I'm I'm myself and that he fucks with it, but also that I fuck with him as well. Like, so, like, we're a good match because, you know, you can just tell by the vibe, eh? Like, fuck, look at us, bro. We're just fucking, we're, we're meant to have, like, we're meant to stick to the, you know, thing, but we're just, like, talking. You know what I mean? But that that's what it was like with Hal. And then, you know, his, his, his mileage in the game was just sort of like, he's got a crazy resume, you know? And then, so it makes me respect him even more because, you know, it, it's, taught me so much like i would have never learned a lot of the stuff that you know he's taught me if i didn't you know join the team and he didn't ask me to join the team you know there's just heaps of shit that yeah but yeah with how i was just nervous as i was just pretty nervous yeah you know i just didn't want to like fuck up or anything too yeah i was like fuck yeah i want this deal for those listening with how i've mentioned him on multiple podcasts but um it's 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 hard to describe him as someone similar in the UK, but like Wiley, right? So take away yeah. like Wiley's music where he loses his head and he's just making crazy shit. Yeah. Wiley's like the godfather over there. He's the guy who did it first. Anyone could contact him if they needed to about like ideas. He put on a lot of people. He was one of the first guys to put on drill and he was like the grime connoisseur, which is like a big thing, right? Like the genre that took over grime, he was the first to like go, this is a subset of grime. Yeah. We should pay homage to it. So it's street hip hop. Yeah. How like I see in a similar light of like just the amount of music he knows, the amount of people he knows, like the way he judges music as well. Yeah. Like he doesn't give a fuck about hits. He yeah, right. About, <clears throat> bro, he gives a yeah, fuck about what are you addressing? Up. What do you want to talk about? That's why we get along. 110%. And so like for me, bro, even the first time I met him, which was when I interviewed him, it was kind of nerve wracking because you're sitting with someone who's so well 
articulated and so yep. well spoken and you're like, how can I make sure this conversation flows and that I'm also picking up what he's putting down because you're trying not to get like too caught up with what he says, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, you say something, you're like, holy fuck, this could change, that changed my whole perspective and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got to keep this conversation just dropping going. gems, bro. Yeah. yeah. Just, always dropping gems. No, my, and, and the fact he's done it, which makes it easy, like, yeah. especially I'd imagine for you as an artist, it's like he can say everything he wants, but then when he, you say coolism and they've won awards and shit, yeah. like, oh, you've lived it as well. Yeah. It's like yeah, the perfect yeah. combination to like have as a mentor. Yeah. But yeah a crazy person to have in your corner, man. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. You Love think about guy. like hip hop as like a boxing match? And you go back to your corner every time you release something. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, it is, yeah, fuck. Bro, you've it, got all the metaphors, yeah. eh? Just all the fucking mean, like, lead-ups, bro. Yeah, so right. Like, I got him. We were just talking about this yesterday, actually. And, you know, there's a there's a respect there in the relationship that we built where, you know, usually if someone was going to say some of the stuff that he said to me, like, about the music, it could be little things. It could just be like, oh, nah, maybe you should just rewrite this part. You know, if it was anyone else, I'd be like, um, you know, who are you, bro? But, like, since we've built a relationship and I respect in his vision and that, you know, even if I do disagree with something, like I'll still try it just because I respect him so much, you know? And I'm like, it's just that, that humbleness, like if someone's already done it and is uh, more well, well versed in, in the, in the area that you're, you're trying to do, you know, you just listen, bro. Even if you disagree, try it. And then afterwards, you know, always be straight up and just be like, fuck, I'm not really feeling it. Eh? But how's the type that will just be like, oh, okay, if you're not feeling it, don't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not the type that's like, you're not going to fucking sell any hits <laughs> unless you do this. <laughs> like, he's not that yeah. type. You know, he's, he always says, you know, as long as it sits all right with you, then it sits all right with him. And then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's the man, straight up. But yeah, like the corner thing, bro. Fuck yeah. It's mad, bro. I come up with that on the spot, bro. to be honest. Yeah, but you, it, you're sharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy with that one. Um, <laughs> now, timing comes along, and that did like pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. And quarantine and preach also. Yeah. Preach is broke. We spoke, fuck, this, I think that's, we already spoke about it on here, but preach, bro, that's one of my favorites. Sure, brother. Preach was one of the ones that I sent hell before I dropped it. Yeah. So when I first started, you know, after um, I wrapped on the first thing and then me and Hal were talking, he's like, oh, I still remember too because Hal goes, oh, do you have anything else to send me? And I, I sent him preaching that and fuck, I don't know, like, Long story short, I'm here, you know. So he must yeah. have heard preacher be like, "Fuck!" I remember he was like, "Yeah, bro, that's mad." And then that's when we started talking, talking, you know, properly. Yeah. And yeah, but I, I told him like he knew that I was gonna drop preach anyways. Like I didn't want to hold off for too long because I knew it would take too, it would take ages, you know. Who knows? Maybe if I waited, preach probably would have like it would have been different for preach as well. But yeah, it was just at oh, the point where I just wanted to drop preach. Bar is, eh? What is it? Nipsey. You, yeah. 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 yeah, Nipsey that bar, yeah. Like, Fuck, what song did you mention? Nipsey. Yeah, G. And that's why when I went over to LA and that, I wanted to go there to a hood and that. Yeah. Um, with Preach, do you want to tell people like what it's about? Preach. Fuck, I haven't listened to it in a while, eh? Do you want to get some lyrics up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we'll get some lyrics up. Good. This is like the I'm the worst, G. Like, if you ask how, I'm the worst with lyrics, G. Like, I don't know how my shows are going to go soon. Like, I need a. If I want to remember like preach or something, I'd have to listen to it, G, like probably like Why in a row and just listen and just be like, oh, okay, so that's how the song went. Because I just create so much, G. And it's like, I've got so much demos and that where I sort of, when I make something, I just move on to the next thing and just forget about, yeah. wow. not forget about it to the point of like forgetting, but like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just to keep, keep going, you know? Bro, fuck, you, 
Did you ever see like Eminem once forgot like one of his bars and then people got up him? And I was like, there's no way. Oh, yeah. But look at the catalog, eh? The like, catalog that guy has and the way, like, I'm not an Eminem fan. Like, I am. I respect, like, the 8 Mile era, but, like, yeah. last five years, couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, no, nah, not Just my opinion. Too. But, like... <laughs> just spinning. Yeah, yeah. But, like, bro, like, for him to remember that all the time, you just think your memory must be cracked. Oh, bro. Because people think that we're sitting there listening to ourselves. Like, yeah, it's like I podcast. don't listen to myself. Once I edit it, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, I hate listening to like, myself. How am I going to remember that song? I don't listen to it. You guys do. <laughs> like, 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 I don't listen to anything that I that I put out, really. It, it, unless it's like, when you really listen to it, it's when either I just drop it or, oh, this is for me, when I just drop it or when I just make it and then I'll listen to it like on repeat. I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah. And then after that, yeah, nah. But yeah, I actually didn't realize that. Yeah, I'm not sitting out here. I'm not one of those guys that plays the songs in the car, you know? Yeah. Like, fuck. Someone will play my song and I'm the type that's like, oh, I shot bro. And I'm just like, fuck, change it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear something else. Bro, I'm trying to find the lyrics for Preach. Oh. <clears throat> Juan, here we go. Um, Is Preach on there? Fuck, bro, actually has to get my lyrics up. Fuck, that's quite embarrassing. Fuck, I, no, I can't <laughs> find it, eh? It's quite embarrassing. I don't even think the lyrics are up there. Um, I to remember how it starts. Bang, bad bees, bros, bang for the hood. I was no slave to the hood. Wanted to be made for the hood, but I can't. I see bigger pictures. For me. Yeah, fuck. That first, the music video, bro. So the music video, the church that I was in, have you ever seen like Bridge to Terabithia? No. It's a Disney movie, G. So Bridge to Terabithia. Rings, rings a bell. Yeah, it was like pretty old. And then, but it was filmed over there in New Zealand. It's a fucking American movie. So I always buzzed out. I was like, fuck, that's crazy. But the church that I did it is the church that was in Bridge to Terabithia. So if anyone's seen like Disney, like, like Prince of Terabithia, fuck, that's the same church that's in the movie. So when I heard about that, before I went there to film it, I was like, yes. I was a bit like anxious though about swearing in there because I say like one swear word, I think. Yeah, I say like one swear word and preach and I say it in the church. And I was like saying, but it was like, um, fuck, what was, the, what was the bar? It was like something like growing up to, I uh, grew up going to church. Yeah. And I was like, look at the battles. The fucking battles that I fought, some shit like that. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot the words. But and that I told them like when they were doing the video, I was like, have that when I was saying it in the church, have that in the video. N not hating on any religion or anything, not being disrespectful or anything, but I just wanted that because that bar was about me growing up in church. And I was at the point of where I was very growing up, me and God have like a weird relationship, you know? Yeah. Like um I, this is where my people thing gets in because I get conflicted because I'm like, fuck, you know, Maldives and Samoans, we had our own gods and then the colonizers came over and, you know, bashed us and gave us Christianity, you know, so I get conflicted with it. But then I grew up going to God. I, I, I grew up in a Samoan church, Christian church, and I go to a Christian church right now with my missus, her, um, her parents are pastors, and I do believe there's a God I just get conflicted with like you know with the, with the way my mind thinks. You know, I'm always yeah, analyzing. Yeah, school, bro. Oh, true. So, yeah, for myself. It's... And do you feel like you'd analyze it a lot? You know, because when you yeah, just... I have my own thoughts on it all. Yeah, but I don't really. Yeah, I think religion's equally as bad as it is good. Oh like, yeah, you definitely. know what I mean. Like definitely, it offers hope to a lot of people. Yeah, but it also is a main cause of a lot of war. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, bro. But it offers yeah. hope to hopeless people. It so does, like, bro. And it fixes people too. I've seen it. I've seen it fix yeah, people, bro, you know. Boys, we'd know. Um, but beyond that, I, the other thing I have learned watching rappers is some of them grew up in church and got beat by like people in the church. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Mark Hunt, bro. His story is his dad was like the pastor. Oh his yeah, fuck. Psalm one, bro. Yeah, yeah. definitely would got hidings. And then <laughs> like, my dad's generation, where it was like private school, uh, private boys' schools all the time, but they were Catholic and stuff. Yeah, you'd have the priests and like whatever the fuck the rest of the guys are called. Yeah, and they're yeah. bashing kids, bro. Like, oh yeah, bashing them, and like. Like, Some ones were bad too. I think they're still bad, eh? Over in yeah, Samoa, I think they still bash them. Right, and then you're like, and, and then so like, yeah, it, it creates this, and like maybe it's some like something you felt in like a different, a different evidence, but similar way. It was like the 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 belief of like, is there a god when all this shit's happened to me? Oh yeah, and this yeah, is what, yeah. and like all this shit, like not for you, but for other people, it's like all this shit happened because of like the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there really? I like, think. Is this suffering ne suffering necessary? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I think with me for that song, it was more so just like my nana. So my nana, when we grew up, I was living in Australia. Most of, most of my life I lived in Australia. Yeah. So we'll say that now just for people get confused. But um, being in the Samoan household was my nana and my papa. So besides my parents, my parents were obviously there the whole time. But besides them, it was mostly like my nana and that, you know, because she was always cooking for us and that and making us noodles after we finished school, porridge in the morning before school, you know? So they were like the biggest, her and my papa were the biggest God-fearing people, you know? They, they, they're they the ones that took us to Samoan church growing up all the time. So when she got cancer and then passed away, oh, so first my papa got cancer, then he beat it. And then as soon as he beat it, my nana got cancer and then she died. So Sweet. after that, yeah, she passed away. Oh, and this is why timing was written too, you know, timing, yeah. But um, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, so she passed away. And I was just angry with God, you know? I was sort of thinking like, you know, if God's real, then why does, for a bit of perspective, she was like probably the, like one of the nicest people I've ever known, which is pretty biased saying, because you know, it's grandma, but like, I'm like saying no shit. Like I've never seen her treat anyone bad. My bros would come over. She would give them money when they leave the house. You know, she was like, she didn't have to do that shit. Like yeah. she was just one of the most kind hearted people. And then I was thinking for someone like that to go out like that through cancer and that, is God real? So the song preach is more like my shots at the second verse is more like my shots at God. Like, okay, well, if you're real, I went, to, I went to church growing up and now look at all the fucking things that I went through personally. And then look at all the things that, you know, why did she die for that? You know? Yeah. Um, and then the first verse is about all of us killing each other. <laughs> like, you know, like all salmons and all that and moldies and that killing each other. Like God's real. Then why do we think like that? But now, you know, even just talking about it, I'm thinking like, that's like more of like a government thing. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy, but yeah. I think it's a government thing. I think without getting too much into the fucking tinfoil hat stuff, I think um, the reason why our people fight each other like that is because big corporations and that pushing that through yeah, us mentally, you know, so all of us think like that and not um, relieving any accountability. I think we do a lot of the stuff, you know, but it's the mental effect that, everything from the movies that we watch to the the music that we listen to and all that i think that all plays some sort of part you know yeah. you can't just blame the fucking music or the movies though you have to take some fucking accountability you know and be like nah you know you fucking you shot at that dude because you're a fucking dickhead you know but i just think everything like that plays a part and then that's like a government thing i don't think it's really a god thing you know and i don't think cancer and that isn't really like a god thing as well i think that's a man thing as well you know diseases and shit like that that happen now that we're just talking about it i'm that's just the way that i'm thinking about it but yeah but yeah that's what preach was about um it was more so just like my shots shots at like you know god like if you're real then okay why did this happen why does this happen yeah you know what i mean and like my rebellious side i guess 
yeah. of religion because, you know, religion is a tough thing to talk about. And I sent it to one of my bros that because I, I was going to Destiny Church and I was real close with the bro Bills and he's a battle rapper. So he's a rapper. He grew up in church his whole life. He's from South Auckland, but he's a, he's a battle rapper. He loves rap, bro. And I made some songs with him and when I made Preach, I sent it to him because I wanted to hear what he thought about it, you know, and he loves God, bro. Like, you know, he's a soldier for God. But so me sending it to him, I was just like, bro, I was like, you know, I know it might test the waters or something, but I just wanted to see how you felt about it because this is what I'm thinking now. This is how I feel. He was like, bro, fuck, you got to put that out. That, that's that's how you feel, you know, and it's, it's an important subject, you know. Yeah. And I've got heaps of other, like, family in that, people that, like, don't like God. You know, they mock Christianity and that, so they all agreeing with it. Yeah, you're so right. Fucking. Yeah. But that's not why I wrote it, you know. I don't want to disrespect, you know, churches and shit. I just wanted to say how I felt. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, that was a reason. I don't know, bro. I find myself, like, personally, I'm very spiritual. Yeah, yeah. Very much the universe. But, like, bro, I lost, God rest his soul, like, lost, like, so there was my brother's four years older. Yeah. And then, so obviously as a young kid, I'd go to, like, all the footy and training football and all that. Yeah. But um, there was a fellow in the grade below him, Matt, who, like, ended up being, like, an older brother to me. Yeah. Took good care of me. He passed away when he was 19. So I was 15. Ah, oh, sorry to hear you. Yeah. That's crazy. Nothing you can do about it, right? Yeah. But, like, bro, like, as a 15-year-old and you're, like, <clears throat> when, like, my brother's still around, which is amazing, but, like, when someone like that's taken from you, because yeah. old age you can start to deal with because you're, like, you had a chance at life. You know yeah. what I mean? This sounds fucked up. Over yeah. the age of 70, you can go, you had 70 years to live. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It may not be in the best 70 years, but you still had a chance to do everything you wanted to do. Right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, with a 19-year-old, you're, like, what like you know and then bro and then people come up to you and they're like oh he's in a better place now you're like what the fuck <laughs> you know what i mean and that that bro that <laughs> yeah, shit that, that gave me the shit's bad because you're you're implying like there's something better than this right now and there's no way yeah, there yeah. is you know what i mean yeah yeah like, i get you yeah i don't know bro and then like i'm very spiritual but and religion wise i respect everyone's religion i love i love the fact we have different religions you know oh yeah and, and people have their own traditions and there's different things but and it offers people hope, like we said. It gets a lot of blokes off the street. But, like, at the same time, bro, just when people come up to you and you say that shit, you're just like, no, nah, like, I actually fucking, I might spark you right now. <laughs> just, uh, like, Times like that, eh, hey, yeah. And that, that just kind of, bro, I never really got back into church from there. Yeah. I don't come from a church family either, so it's not really a big thing, but. Yeah, I, I get you. Know, yeah, it's more so, for me, it's more so just my missus and that. But, like. Yeah. Not disregarding, it's not like saying like, I just go to church because of them. I think I need church as well, you know, because when I go there, regardless if I'm thinking about how much I believe in God and all that, at least just church is just a good environment, I reckon. Yeah. Like you go there, you listen to the, you listen to, um, the songs, the worship, and then you listen to the word and when you listen to the word, bro, it gives you some fuck, it gives you some facts. Dude. You hear it and it's like, oh fuck. And um fuck, maybe I'm not using the facts the right way too. Cause sometimes I'll hear it and I'll be like, fuck yeah, I could make some mean money doing that. <laughs> but but like it's still like good to just go there and just refresh, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Think about the church, bro. This not to be disrespectful in any sense. They have great music. Oh yeah. Bro, like if you're if you're a music fan of music, bro, church oh, yeah. is a good place to go every Sunday. Bro, bro. I love it. I like, love hearing especially the music. like um, choirs, yeah, and yeah, all that shit, bro. That shit. I've been in like a few services, or whatever. Like going up at a Catholic school, you go to church like once a month. Yeah, what's that like? You guys go to church? Is it like an assembly? Or? Church on the thing. 
like a True. massive church at the start of like so it's like a massive property and you have a church at the start then you have a kilometer long driveway down at like my high school looked like hogwarts True. So it's old yeah, uh, priest monastery, like sandstone building. Fucking love that. Fucking yeah, love Harry paddings. Potter. Yeah, and then, but like, <laughs> but. If, but there's a primary, so you have a church, primary school, down the road, the high school. Yeah. They're not, the primary school and the high school aren't exclusive to each other. Like a lot of kids go either or like, don't go to the primary school, but go to the high school, vice versa. Yeah. But yeah, bro, like growing up and you go into church and all that. And then, yeah, I don't know, bro. Never just, never really clicked, eh? Yeah, yeah true. But I true. enjoy, I enjoy songs where people praise like you know whoever they praise but then also like people who challenge it yeah that, yeah that shit's fucking that's where you're gonna cop criticism you know oh yeah yeah and it's a really touchy subject subject eh? like religion and that yeah, like even even talking about people. it right now yeah <laughs> no nah, but like yeah no disrespect to anyone's religion everyone believes in whatever they want to believe in fuck it's all right yeah bro, <laughs> all whatever right. gets you by man i'm a big right. advocate of that eh? yeah hard like and yeah, like I said, bro, it gets so many blokes into a better place. Like, so oh yeah, bro. Like I've got judgment. mates that are fucking, they were drugged out and then went to church and fixed, fully yeah. fixed and fully, they're actually better now than they were even before the drugs, they're better. <laughs> like yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck, you're actually like a really good guy. Like keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now oh, fucking timing. Sorry, timing. I wanted to talk about timing. Yeah. Um, short Explain story. What the song is. So timing is a story about my Nana song about my nana and um it was just like story of like how we grew up and that you know i think i say that in there the porridge and that having porridge noodles and all that um but yeah it's like what i said before she was just the one that raised us but i just want to say the way i wrote it so i don't know after she passed away fucking buzzy story i gotta tell this story sorry <laughs> but um when she passed away bro the same day i think it was the same day or the day after i had to fly to new zealand and do a music video with Sir T, shout out to Sir T. He's one of like the artists that my dad used to manage. They had a record label back in the day. Fuck, that's a whole nother story. But like, yeah, Sir T and Peter T. Peter T is like pretty popular in New Zealand. He's the one that sings that, um, my baby don't call no more. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was cool because Sir T, bro, one of my idols that I grew up listening to and that. And then Peter T, fucking another idol. But yeah, so I've had to fly back. She passed away. Next day or whatever, I flew over, did the music video. Um... Did all that. I think we hit the studio as well and then flew back. And then, so in Samoan culture, you have like the body in the house, you know, for like, uh, I'm not sure how much days, but it's like, it's just under a week or something. And the whole time, I didn't actually go and see her body. Like I was, I came back and I just didn't go see her body. I, all, everyone was there, you know, when it's, um, when it's funeral vibes on that, fuck, the whole house is packed. You got family staying in the house. Like everyone was staying in our house. Um, my nan from New Zealand flew over. She was staying in the house. My auntie from New Zealand, my cousin. Everyone just stays in the house. So we were just chilling, you know, we'd have a couple of drinks or whatever. Didn't go to see the body. And then there was one night before her funeral, it was like a service, church service. So they're going to take the body to the church service. Da, 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 did the service. And we all stood out there. So I'm the oldest, eldest out of um, all my cousins and that on my son one side and my Maldi side as well. But for my son one side and we all went to, we all had pictures of her went to the back lounge where her body was and we were all singing the song G um, the Samoan song I forgot what it was called but we were all singing it and I just started breaking down eh? like just started crying and you know, I put the photo down and I just went over there because it was the first time I actually like sort of you could say it was the first time I actually took it in that she was gone yeah. you know and I went over sat next to her and all my little cousins all just like kept singing put the photos down and just came over and like 
sat next to me or holding me. You know what I mean? It was like the time where, fuck, I'm trying not to tear up, bro. But it was like the time where I first took it all in and then all my little cousins, like, they kept singing because they knew their job. Like, you know, they sort of yeah. knew their job, but they knew to come over and, like, hug me, you know, and just, like, sit there. We're just, like, staring there. Like, I'm just falling my eyes out, just looking at my nana. And I'm like, yeah. fuck. That, the reason why I want to say it is because that's a memory that, so I think it was, like, a couple of days after that or something i was just in the garage and i was just drinking by myself and that's how i wrote timing but i was the reason why i told you that story of the coffin and that is because that's what pushed me to do it yeah you know and that helped me write for it yeah Man. but i don't think i've ever shared that on anything hey eh? but yeah thanks People, for sharing yeah yeah but yeah yeah fuck yeah bro. <laughs> the grandmother so i'm blessed i, I have both my grandmothers still uh not yeah. my grandfathers but but like I'm pretty close to them. We go visit them. My nonna especially, man. She's fucking, bro. They're fucking funny. Both, both so fucking funny. Buddy, yeah. So my nonna lives in like a place called like it's like a retirement village, and then next to it is like an RSL. Yeah. And fuck, she didn't have her dentures in on Friday night. She lost them, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, like, do you want to go get a beer? She's like, nah, I can't. I don't look good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's taking the piss out of me, bro. And I was like, yeah. are you sure you don't want to get a beer? And she goes, no, we'll go next Friday night. I need my dentures in and shit like that. Yeah. She just takes the piss, bro. She's a funny woman. What? But um. Yeah, but like the the connection of like a, a a grandson with a grandmother, it's like very special. Yeah, so, hard. Because then definitely they're obviously like a caretaker, but they're not like parenting you. Yeah, they're yeah. Just, they're like support. You only get like the really the good sides, to be honest. Yeah. Hey, like at least with a parent, you know, you can get angry at a parent. <laughs> you can yeah. have bad sides, you know. But it's like grandparents and uncles and that or aunties. They just yeah. come over, pick up, pick you up, you know. And then yeah. when it's all good, they leave, you know. Yeah. When it's but, all bad, they're not there. Yeah, but also I see it with my so I am an uncle now. So I see it with my parents True. being grandparents now. Yeah, yeah. And bro, like the, my niece. Oh is, yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. It's like me too. Yeah. yeah. So it's the like, same shit, bro. Yeah. It's like, how come you didn't treat us like that? <laughs> 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 fuck, like, bro, bro they kick the fucking draw all over the walls <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> fuck it out. <laughs> bro. bro, like it it also like it makes me happy because it reminds me of like my happiest memories in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. remember like my happiest moments and I'm seeing of like with my grandparents, I should say, and I'm seeing my nieces like live that right now. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, go to grandparents. They do whatever the fuck they want. Like, fuck yeah, that's crazy. Me and my brother, like they're Zeos. Like, bro, they, like they, they can they can do or say whatever they want. Like they have us on a yeah. string. Like they drag us everywhere around the house, whatever. Like yeah. I, I remember being like that with my uncles yeah. and uh, aunties. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of refreshing, but. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, other songs I want to talk about. Mister, if I don't got it, I'll get it, and I get Ooh, it a yeah. lot. Now, bro, I wanted my your most creative bar. I think is in here. Bro wants money in the bank. WWE. He don't mind if he's catching a case. Oh yeah, fuck. Bro. You like that one? Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> at first, I'm listening to it. And I go, what the fuck's he mentioned? WWE. Obviously, like the bank and the case and shit. And then I fucking remember like that. Um, I was like, what was it? What was it called? The actual match. Fuck now, even I forgot now. Isn't it Hell in a Cell? No. <laughs> no, I forgot now. No, it might have been Hell I don't in a think- Cell. Oh, was it? Was it Hell in a Cell? I don't think so. Oh, fuck. No, because sometimes wanna... the money was attached at the top of the cage and then sometimes yeah. there was no cage and it was dangling down because I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Hardy jumped yeah, off dude. a fucking ladder or Edge speared someone. Bro, yeah, yeah. Crazy memories. But I remember that. Oh, but, I'm glad you liked that one, G. But Very yeah, nice. and then you <laughs> obviously go to like, to, to me, the song comes across as you talking about like how you've ended up who you are. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that's pretty accurate? Yeah, pretty accurate. Where, where did the inspiration for the song come from? 
Fuck, I was listening. <laughs> I was listening. I fucking hope I don't fuck this up. I know for the hook, definitely. I think it was just, oh, fuck. It was funny. We're actually going to do it as a freestyle for someone. Yeah. I don't know if I'm meant to, I don't think I can say the name, but like we're meant to do it for a freestyle. And then we, uh, we decided not to do it. And then I was saying, you know, just make it into a song. And then I was like, yeah. Cause, so instead of two verses, it was a whole one big verse. You know, and I was missed if I don't got it, it was only like a part of it. And then how's just the hook man, bro? How just he'll see something and be like, nah, that has to be the hook. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm like sitting there like, Are you sure, bro? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, yeah, it has to be the hook. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. That, that's us. And then we started writing. So it was only that one line, and then we started writing. Um I just wrote that hook, the rest of the hook, and then fuck yeah, and the verses just got cut in half. Like, for me, it was exactly what you said though, like I wanted to prove like, okay, this is the person that I've become like right now, you know, and I wanted to, I love, cause I love my freestyles, G. Like I love just being able to just go, okay, this is who I am. Like, I think we just done one in fucking New Zealand and I was like, my way of being like, okay, this is who I am now. And how I said something to me too, it was like, be prepared. This is going to be like your reintroduction to New Zealand. And I was like, oh fuck yeah, they got me all fired up. You know, freestyles and that I love, like, I feel like for me personally, it's easy as to write like verses and stuff like that. When it comes to like proper songs, it's a bit harder, which is weird to say too, because I always think like, fuck, but I wrote timing, you know, and I could write songs like that, preach, I wrote, you know, like, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel way more confident with freestyle. So that was actually a freestyle, but yeah, you're right. It was, that was, yeah, basically just me coming down and be like, yeah. this is who I am. Same with something to prove, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. i got a lot to prove. Fuck, I'm sitting there like, and I've had, because I've had so much breaks in my career, bro, like. You know, it wasn't just me making music for that whole 13 years. It was like me making music and then I'd, I'd fucking let life get in the way yeah. and I'd jump back on and then life would get back in the way, you know, and the inconsistency, it shows, you know, yeah. it shows. And I always tell like any of the boys in that that start rapping or anyone that's asking me for advice as an artist, I'm always like, or not even just the artist, but everything else, but like. Um, start with consistency. Consistency, bro. Just start like, with that. Yeah, bro. Out, bro. Consistency, because yeah. you don't you don't want to end up like this, bro. Fucking restarting and trying to build it again, you know, after years of doing it. And that's why I think a lot of people know who I am, but the numbers in that don't reflect it because it's just like I was, I was just inconsistent. Yeah, you know? yeah, happens. Now, Ben, how long have we been going for? Hour fifty. Hour fifty. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Is how still there? <laughs> Is he asleep? Fuck. <laughs> getting ready to present with Dolly Parton. Holy fuck. Shout out how, man. Out now, we'll wrap it up soon. So I wanted to ask you something that I think people would love to know. Projects, any in the works? Uh, not allowed to say too much, but a lot of music coming. A lot, like fucking heaps. Like this is probably, and it's, like I was talking about before, how I just get, I feel like I get better and better and better. Fuck, it's definitely just going to be my best stuff. Yeah. ever lyrically and sonically just as projects you know but yeah yeah new music going soon. Yeah, but i don't know how much i meant to say <laughs> i'm allowed to say open the door, <laughs> Wait, really now. Used to it. <laughs> <laughs> open the door. But yeah. do you, if now this is my other question which rappers inspire yourself whether it be style lyricism or energy who's inspired yourself <sighs> growing up it was who's inspired juan so that rapper sir t i was talking about him my uncle Nooms and all that, because they all rap together in the group. My uncle Dills and all that, you know, all the Shaw Syndicate, those guys, they're all from um, Beach Haven in um, Auckland. And them, 
I feel like I have waves, eh? Because I was talking to you before. I was saying, you know, Big Sean and J. Cole and all that. Now, like, when I, I don't really listen to them that much, eh? I feel like now that the Aussie scene and New Zealand scene is just so packed, like, I just listen to local artists, either them or UK artists, G. And then if I listen to American artists, weird. I don't really listen to conscious stuff. Like, even though I make conscious stuff, I listen to, like, the auto-tune stuff where they're just talking about, like, fucking roading around and just, like, shooting each other. See, so well, you obviously listen to Nipsey. That's conscious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you listen to Skepta? But that's like his his album came out like years ago. Like he's been gone for how long? Yeah, still banging, bro. Yeah, yeah. What about Skepta? Um, not really. Eh? It's like "Bullet from a Gun" by Skepta reminds me of your timing song and oh, your style. It? So "Bullet from a Gun" is like True. talking about, bro. He, he has the fucking. This is one of the mantras I live by. So like, yeah. In life, bro, no matter what happens, my non-law he passed when I was eighteen. But oh, true. Like, Sorry to hear. Nah, thanks, bro. But like with non-law, he lives such a crazy life. Like geez, back and forth from Italy, blah, blah, blah. Like everything I am, I am an embodiment of him in a sense. So yeah. like I – fuck, this sounds so nuts to say out loud. But like you, I, I have been here before. You know what I mean? I have yeah. I have 80 – he lived to 90, 91 or 92. I have 90 plus years of knowledge. I don't, I don't think it's nuts to say that. <coughs> hey, I agree. You know what I mean? I fucking agree with that. Because my non-law would pass things down to me, talk to me like one-on-one all the time. So even like say 80 years of knowledge, right? Like there and then. So Skepta with Bullet From A Gun, he's talking about like, um, uh, it's not your girl, it was just your turn. But then he goes into like a more (laughs) meaningful part and I want to make sure I get the lyrics right. (laughs) It's just your turn, that's a crack up Bro, so it's a- It's (laughs) It's not your girl, it's just your turn. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, like a bullet from a gun, it burns when you realize she was never your girl, it was just your turn. But uh, yeah, that's wicked. Bro, he has these things that's where crazy. he goes, it, th- this part especially because I found, like I have a family um, crest and shit like that. Like, so like the, the name Falky means like a lot to myself, right? That's my last name. So anyway, it goes, um, I was a young boy. My mom told me what my name really means and the power just kicked in. I found my way home. Then I saw my granddad's name on the gravestone. The same as mine, already dead. Nothing to fear. I've been here from time. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> So, bro, when you talk about your grandmother and whatnot, that shit reminds me of that. It's obviously oh, it's delivered true. in a different setting, but like, thanks, because that's fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> that bro. is hard. But, bro, like the way he delivers <laughs> things is like, yeah, he's a bit more upfront, but yeah. he also has the same idea as yourself there. And I was like, yeah, yeah maybe you got inspiration nah. from that type of shit. Well, but, bro, that's my favorite. Like, that's crazy. I give you my favorite bar of all time because I relate to it so much. Yeah, that's hard. Like I, yeah, I like my nonna's grave and whatnot. Like, you, yeah, you look at it and you're like, fuck, like, I'd fuck up. I've got all this knowledge from this man. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah that's gotta, crazy. I, just I agree gotta with leverage that. It, you know what I mean? I just yeah. got to make sure I use it properly to be a good person. Fuck yeah, like, I agree with that. But yeah, I um, I don't fuck. I, don't, I was I was gonna ask you, uh, like, UK artists besides Mostak, who you mentioned earlier. Anyone else? You, uh, Digga D. Yeah, Digga D. Definitely, he, bro. He gets conscious. My yeah, my whole fuck. Most of my playlist is probably Digga D. A. Eh, to yeah. be honest, but Digga D. Dave, at times, I'm not really like I I love like I love what Dave does, but like I'm not really like I don't know if you're gonna ask me about like all his albums and that I don't really know. Yeah, like, yeah. Digger D's probably the main one that I listen to over there. Did um, you listen to Naughty by Nature? Nah, it's a good one. That's his that's his album. Oh, true. The one where it's got like him in four. It's like the evolution of Digger D is like the cover. It's oh like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's got yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I think I did, I have heard some songs on yeah, there. Yeah, the intro yeah. is talking about like how his grandmother took him in at eleven, and by, by age eleven he's been like a nutcase. Fuck. And he's just yeah, bro. He's great. It's good. Like Digger, a lot more thought out than people give him credit for. I reckon. Yeah. Because he makes such like drill hits and like pop hits or hip hop hits. Fuck, it's so weird that you said that, eh? Because like I always think that 
it's always a, like a father figure right, in someone's life. You know, he got taken in by his grandma. It's usually young men need a father figure. Eh? Yeah. Like when they don't have a father figure, that's when shit goes rampant. Like all some all the whack stuff starts happening, you know. And that's not to dis- disrespect like young mothers and single mothers and stuff like that. Like, cause you know, I know a lot. Just biology, they do a lot. Bro. Yeah, it's just need we need energy. like a man. Like, I'm I'm grateful that my dad was there, but most of my boys they didn't have that, you know. And I could, you could see it in their behavior, you know, when certain things happen, you know. And but we talk about that, you know. A lot of the boys that know me, we always talk about it, and they're like, "Yeah, G, agree." And you know, they say the same thing to me. They're like, "Bro, you're so lucky your dad's there," and I'm like, "Yeah, G, I know." <laughs> like, yeah. straight up, it would be way worse. But yeah, I just want to add that because that's what it reminded me of when you said that about Digger. Yeah. Yeah, I, but it's just proven like you need the balance of energy. Like, yeah, yeah. You need female energy, you need male energy, you need role models, especially yep. as a young man, bro. You need role models. Oh, yeah, bro. Hard. You need like someone to look at and go, I want to be, I want to embody what you embody plus some, you know? Because yep. like, that's when we start latching onto other other males for like random males, like rappers like Tupac and all that. I'm not saying Tupac's a bad one, but like, you know, gangster rappers. Yeah. You know, that's when we latch on to people like that and we go, okay, since we don't have a father figure, these guys are going to teach us. Yeah. And, what, and what do they say is cool, you know what I mean? They say, yeah. you know, go out there and fucking fuck shit up, yeah. you know, and that's why we do it. It's all yeah. a mental thing, you know? 100. Anything else you want to add before we jet? Um, fuck, nah, just thanks for having me, G. I've actually uh, enjoyed the convo, G, straight up. I that's knew it was going to be like that, though. I knew we were just going to fucking talk, bro. Yeah, I'm going to have a nightmare trying to clip shit up, eh? Like, <laughs> keep shit fucking structured and get clips out of it, but thanks no, for hopping on, brother. It, yeah, Where can people on. find you on, like, socials? Um, Juwan, Juwan Music on everything. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, or YouTube, Juwan Music, or Juwan Vivo. We got Vivo now, we made it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's mad. Anyway. Uh, See you next week.